Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. I'm Chase Rolson with Rubline Marketing. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Fitz. Hey everybody, it's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey guys, this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Munt from Ball Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Buckman. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. You're listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter. That's right. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunchbucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Nobody pushes the envelope like Working Class Bow Hunter. It's really, really not that good. Episode number 213 of the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. We are right here at 1600 Buckslayer Place, right in the beautiful Buckatorium. Sherrard, Illinois, 61281. Thank you, Camo Lord, on uh, Twitter for... <laughs> Okay, we need to get something out of the way right away. This this needs to be out of the way. I'm bothered. I'm bothered. Episode 213 needs to be just put out there and moved along with because this is technically, I don't even want to, I'm embarrassed to say, but for some reason, we have had technical issues with the last two times we've tried to record episode 213. Um, We just recorded an episode with Nathan Brooks. Looking forward to that episode. We did the whole thing. Everything seemed fine. We were monitoring the audio. Um, and it just didn't record how we wanted it to record. Uh, and I'm super bummed out because we covered so much about archery and everything else. So that is going to be coming in the next few weeks, I'm hoping. Um, I'm super upset about it, so it's going to be hard for yeah. me to – I just it sucks. But we have a lot to talk about. Um, but episode 213, 213 is our unlucky number we have learned. Apparently. Um, so if you see a deer that's 213 on the hoof, pass it. Pass it. Because what's going to happen is you're going to shoot that deer 
It'll just be a divorce. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it'll be it's, bigger next year. It's gonna so, be a mess. But yeah, dude, we've. I'm uh, so upset. Uh, so and upset. It just, I mean, it, it sucks, guys. We And we're doing this podcast now because we got to give you guys content because you guys want it. But now that we're just pushing content out to push it out, we do actually have a lot to talk about. We do. We actually do. So, um, you know, this this podcast in particular. Oh, by the way, I'm Steven. That's Kurt. This is the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. Welcome. Yada, yada, Let's yada. Here we go. Go shoot your bow. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Hey, yeah. <laughs> shut the hell up, Steve. All that bullshit. Yeah. All right. Let's um, just cut into the show that we need. We want. We got some stuff to talk about. Yeah, Let's we're we're gonna do a, a quick vet shout out too, um, and then we're gonna shout out uh, everybody else. Uh, vet shout out this week is uh, Patrick Perkins from Heroes Hunting. Guys, he lost. Uh, someone stole trail cameras off their property where they take vets to hunt, and if you do that, you're the lowest piece of shit on earth because these guys went over and fought for your freedom to hunt, and then you steal their trail cameras. So. A uh, big shout out Patrick Perkins from Heroes Hunting. Uh, we do have that uh, tab on our website. If you want a vet shout out, we'll do that each and every week. You can go to our website, workingclassbowhunter.com. Find that tab. Uh, it's under the contact us. Yes, yes, yes. And then, uh, yes, yeah, brought to you by Heroes Hunting, funny enough. And then you can send in their branch, who they are, give a little backstory. They don't even have to hunt. doesn't matter. It would be really helpful if you put like a how to pronounce their name. I'm still going to screw that up, but it would help. So go ahead and uh, send that in. But Patrick, dude, uh, sorry about all that, man. If you've guys got any extra trail cameras laying around or anything, um, you want to get to him, get in contact with him. He'll get to you, dude. I, it could really help him out because all he's trying to do is put some combat vets on some good animals. So in some sure. dirty. Dirty rotten scoundrel decided that. No, I'm. Uh, I'll, I'll steal. Like he's not going to steal these cameras for good. You no, know what I mean, no. dude? He's going to poach deer. He's going to put mineral sites where it's not legal, and he's going to start a show called For Love or Like. So. Oh come on, dude! Allegedly, that didn't happen. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. Check out Heroes Hunting. Also, check out uh, Elite Archery. Dude, you want to check out what's going on with everything? The, all the I new can't wait got, to get the ritual. All the new shirts they got, dude. The E35 Mafia, the Sons of Synergy. I know, I need to order all those. What's that the third shirt they had out? The ritual one? No, there's like a third. Well, maybe it was the ritual one. I okay. haven't even... I They snuck up on me. They all came out so fast. I have to... I didn't no, they know. snuck up on you because you put them on. You've been drinking too much beer, dude. That belly's hanging out. <laughs> right. No doubt. <laughs> uh, Scent Crusher, HHA... Ethics Archery, Mana Coolers, Rattler Grips, Smith's Custom Meats. We're just getting through them because uh, this episode's going to be just a, a sweet little one. Uh, one thing I'm looking forward to. Actually, let's talk about our past weekend. Well, let's let's talk about. It. Let's let's delve into the depths of what happened this weekend. Let's start. Um, we'll start in order. All right, because you went first, right? Yeah, I went first. Guess what I did Friday? Well, I know what you did. So, do you want me to guess wrong? Yeah, I want you, you to me? guess wrong. You sat at home, pet your cat, nope. fed your turtle, and drink. No, nope, you're wrong, and you're stupid, and I hate you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Enlighten me, sir. So here's what I did. So I was trying to golf with the homie Drew Booth. Big shout out. That guy's supplied us a lot of beer. Thank you, Drew. Things um things didn't quite work out, and uh, the other good uh, homie Brandon Bequeath, who has uh, supplied us with hilarious stuff when he trolls archery talk. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, we had a uh, a thing going on for a bit. Brandon trolls archery talk. We never really. Open. We should have made a second. Dude, the best thing he ever did was he took a picture of a, he shot a pheasant and he held up pens oil and he goes, 
I just wanted to thank Pennzoil for helping my car run so I could make it to this pheasant spot. It was the funniest <laughs> shit I've ever seen. Hey, we need to take a picture of me with my bow, like full draw, with like my me anchoring, like my D loops at my ear. Oh god, that'd be hilarious! Just be like, is this anchor point correct? Like behind your ear, and it goes, uh, guys. I haven't shot my bow yet, but uh, how's my form look? <laughs> <laughs> Something crazy. But you went, you went. Uh, I went bow fishing. I'm proud of you. I gave up golf to go bow fishing. That's a that's a that's a fair trade, man. Sucked. You won out. No, dude. No, nah, I did. It was it was a great time. So here's the thing: bow fishing's even a good time when you don't shoot fish. It was a it was a blast. So Brandon and his uh, his buddy Tim. Uh, funny enough, when we pulled up to Tim's shop, he had the podcast on. It was with Scotty Sullivan. So episode two twelve, and I was like, Dude, the last it. one we were, meant yeah, to last do. one we, well, yeah, last one we actually did. Maybe all our haters are right. We should just quit this podcast. No, yeah, <laughs> that's right, that's right, man. We use too much foul language and reference phallic objects. Oh boy. <laughs> uh yeah he had that episode i was like dude turn that shit off man. i don't know who wants to hear that well we get there and brandon and tim actually worked really hard on this boat and they kind of set it up so it's it's funny how they set the boat up so they put the platform up and they raised it off the off the deck of the boat so it's all up in the front so then they've got the generator up there to run the lights and they ran a couple like LED lights and things, and they ran some floodlights. I don't know if they were like halogen bulbs or whatever. But, you know, we get into, uh, and I was over in Iowa, so I had to go buy an out-of-state fishing license. And do you know how expensive that was? It's probably fair, right? I mean, I I would guess, yeah. You want me to guess? I know what it is. You want me to guess? Yeah, well, why don't you guess? It was $85. Man, you're about half right. No, you're half wrong, actually, because it was $41. Okay. Tell me more. Because uh, 85 minus half is 41. How much is the bird watching fee in Iowa? Oh, to uh, to watch birds? Uh, let's see. To watch birds on the public land that most hunters, uh, it's um, free 99 oh. is what it is. Yeah. So if you want to watch cardinals bang each other all day. <laughs> Stop. Like, dude, there's no way you watch birds if you're not watching birds to bang each other. Do you know what I mean? No. no. Like, why are you watching birds? You're going to watch birds do birdie things and that's bang each other okay ease up now i'm just saying but anyway <laughs> gosh so we went out and we started start kind of cruising around and they're like hey, you know i'd never been out there before and now it's dark and the water's somewhat murky i mean it kind of rained a little bit um in that previous week and just the way that the water didn't rise and it's kind of all set there's there's a lot of things that are going on i I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just saying the water was kind of murky. So we start getting out there and, uh, you know, they were saying, yeah, this is pretty early for us to be out here, but we hammered this place earlier. And, you know, they kept saying, ah, yeah, dude, the, it's a, it's early season for bow fishing. I'm like, cool. The carp are going to be in velvet. I really love that joke as for as <laughs> corny as it is. Dude, it's so, it's so great. The carp are in velvet. But I mean, realistically, what, you know, with Tim and Brandon were saying, they're, they say it's a little earlier than normal to be out, yeah. especially that it just snowed. Exactly, and they were out there hammering some some fish, and they were like, "Hey, we have really good luck over here." And the coolest thing was, Brandon was driving, almost put us in the water a couple times, but Tim was like, "Hey, I'll spot for you." And yeah, I'm like, "Man, that's cool." These guys, I know they were chomping at the bit to get out there. They wanted to hammer fish. I was like, dude, I'm just cool to tag along, and you know, they everybody will let you know, dude. When you see a fish in the water, 
don't shoot right at it. It's like you got to kind of shoot under Which it. Which is something that's hard to get used to when you it, first go bow fishing. It's wild. But they say, hey, you know, if you get on a lot of fish a lot, it's going to start coming natural. And you got to be, like, on it. So I was like, man, I brought me a 12-pack of beer. I'm like, damn, I'm just going to get drink some beer, you know, hang out. And I, th- this is going to sound shocking. I probably only drank, like, two three of them maybe when we got back to the dock maybe i had two more because we were on it like that much you know what i mean so the first couple times you know tim was like fish right there fish right there i'm like dude where he's like right in front of you it's hard to like get used to i've never gone at night to be honest so i don't i can't speak for that well you know they said actually night's a little bit easier because when you've got especially on a clear night because you've got the the LEDs that are under the water kind of projecting out there. So I'm following you. Um, the first two fish I think I shot either over or under, and then I finally, the third fish I saw I connected on. And, you know, the expect the expectation that was put into my head was Brandon's like, dude, you're probably going to see 10 fish, and you're going to miss about 10 fish before you connect on one. So when I could have got connected on the third one, I was like, okay, not going to say this is like a fluke or anything. I'm like, I'm like, I'm just that skilled. That's what I said. Yeah, you're busy, aren't you? I'm making the cover. I know. Of this. I'm, I'm screwing with you. No. What happened was I shot that third one, and I thought I was like, "Oh my god, oh my god, I got one!" So like, I, I I'm going to pull them it's out. It's such a great feeling when you shoot a fish, and you like you don't you always expect to miss when you first start, especially. Yeah, it, dude. I like I pull them out, and I'm like, "Oh, guys, are you know are we gonna get like a like a picture or something?" And they're like <laughs> both like watching the water. No, get your get that fish in the bucket and get your ass up here. There's gonna be fish, and I was like, "Oh, you guys don't like sit there and celebrate the first. They're like, dude, there's gonna be more. It's like we're not just out here to do it for the gram. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know what though? They uh, they kept uh, and they let me shoot a couple fish before Tim's finally like, all right, I'll show you how it's done. And uh, I shot probably five or six carp, and um, I think I shot a uh, I shot a dogfish. So that was that. I mean, it, it was really cool. I mean, the thing about about it is, you know, we we did connect on on quite a few fish, and for me, I don't like killing anything that I'm not going to eat. But at the same time, it was okay because you know that you're doing good for the environment. You know, they're invasive species, they which need is to crazy, go. man. They're giant goldfish. Yeah, but I got to tell you, dude, I've got a whole new respect for carp because there were some that... They're tough. We shot at probably 10 o'clock at night, and we didn't get done until 2 in the morning, and they were still, like, flopping around. I'm like, damn, See, I dude. don't know how fish work, but I feel like that's just, like... They're just... I don't know. They're dinosaurs. I don't know. Yeah, they're, they're, they're definitely bred to live. So, I... And... <laughs> I, there were some that, like, yeah, they were still alive out of water for that long. So I was like, okay, that's cool. Obviously, you hate what they do to the environment and how they kind of ruin all native species. But it was like, you got to respect it. You had, like, the ultimate weekend because this is Friday night. This is Friday night. What and time did you – so what time did you guys leave and what time did you get back? I got to his house at probably, I want to say, 7-ish in the morning or at Ooh. night. At night, I'm sorry. And uh, six – no, I got there. I got there late because I had to go – Buy my license from a okay. local bait shop. So I get there about seven. It, we kind of piddle diddled around. Uh, he wanted me to shoot an arrow without barbs at a target a couple times to kind of get used to see where the how, where it's going to go. You <laughs> yeah, and you're like, damn, <laughs> dude. But uh, I think we finally hit the water probably at like ten o'clock, and uh, we pulled out of there at 
man, I want to say 145 is when we were heading back. Wow. So we were out there for quite a while. It started getting a little chilly. No, nothing awful, but yeah, dude, it was um, it was definitely an, an experience and a half, man. It was. I, I'd love to do it again this weekend, but with as cold as the weather is going to be and snow, <laughs> I, I don't, <laughs> I don't see my ass out there. But hey, you never know. If they're going, I'll go. So that was. I need to go, man. I haven't been. I didn't go at all last year, dude. Here's you want to hear a funny story when I was driving home. I'd love to. Okay, so like I get. You know, we get Brandon goes, dude. I'm just gonna leave my boat on the trailer. I'm going in and going to bed. I'm like, okay, that's fine. I'm like getting some of my stuff out and I'm putting it in my truck and I start driving home and I get through like Buffalo, Iowa, and I get lit up by a squad car. I'm like, oh, boy. oh really? Yeah, I was like, oh, here we go. Like, yeah, three thirty in the morning. Cop comes up and he goes. uh like it, he took a while to come up, and like I heard him like just checking your stuff, so he didn't know. No, 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 no. After he pulled me over, it took him a while. Like I, I thought I heard heard him messing around back there. I go that dude just like trip or something. What the hell was that? He goes, uh, he comes up. He goes, evening. How you doing? I go, I'm pretty all right. How about yourself? He goes, good. You recently purchased a truck? I go, kind of, sorta. I bought this truck like a month ago. He goes, the reason I ask uh, is you know because there's no. Uh, no license plate on there. I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, but it's kind of hard to see because your tailgate was down. Nuh-uh. And I go, uh, did anything expensive hit your car? And he goes, I don't know. You want to come back and check? So <laughs> I'm back there and I'm like, oh, shit. And he's like, so you got license registration. And I go, dude, I actually just got the plates today. And uh, he's like, what do you mean he's got the plates? He bought the truck a month ago. I hand him and he sees their Illinois plates. And he goes, oh, that's why. So he takes the plates back. I gave him uh, some temporary insurance cards because those were up to date. And I was like, "Hey, there's a date on there. Everything was all good." And yeah, the dude was the dude was cool. Uh, but he was just like, "Yeah, tailgate's down." I don't. That's hilarious. I don't know if I left it down or if, dude, because I, I do was, that all the time. Uh, my truck has a backup camera. But remember, me and you do the same thing. And I don't know dude, if any of our listeners do the same thing. Every time. You put all your hunting gear in and you get driving down the road and you're like, man, did I shut my tailgate? I have a tonneau cover so I can't see my my tailgate. Do you, right. No, I got a tonneau cover too, yeah. Yeah, so you can't tell. It's like, oh, man, did I leave that open? <laughs> but it's, it's one of the things. Well, what haunts me is... In November, when me and my dad went hunting, he left his full quiver of arrows, but he left it on top of the tunnel cover and it fell off. But I was just had that nightmare of like, my bow's gone, my Badlands pack's gone, all my stand, my my lone wolf slid out the back. Dude, I had that mana cooler sitting right there in the back with some hen dog in it. How oh, good. It's still there. Good. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I lost. I know I didn't lose my coveralls or. My cooler with hen dogs. So let's move on to the. So that was Friday night. This that was, was Friday. We had a really Saturday good. Morning. We had a really good weekend to a shitty week of podcasting. Great <laughs> podcasts were done. I knew something was but bad. Just was technology was not working for our blue collar redneck asses. It was it. such a good weekend. I was like, what's going to be screwed up next? So Saturday, we had Friday off. It was Easter weekend. Yeah, you did. I worked. Oh yeah, what's up? And then uh, you had a comedy night. Saturday night, which was awesome. You killed it. I did. Shout out to Grease Monkeys in Kelowna, Illinois. Uh, Illinois. Dude, what a blast that was. You came out. It was good, man. It was really good. I had never, I've watched you do stand up quite a few times, and most of our listeners know that Steve is a stand up comedian, whatever, which is cool. It's kind of a different thing. You don't run into a lot of people that do that. But you were actually, you killed it, man. You're funny. Like, I, I really do. Like, even if I, 
kind of like you, you know, like how I we do now. But right, you, I always find you funnier than the rest of the people. Um, but it was a clear night and day difference, man. You were in a league of your own. It'd be like if I went and shot against Nathan Brooks in a ASA tournament. I would look like the people that went before you. They were all right. They were funny. They were good. Uh, like I, like I'd be hitting some targets, you know, but I wasn't like fourteen ring every target. Right. It was good, man. It was a it was a good night. It's uh, the only time you'll hear me give Steve one hundred percent props. <laughs> Shout out to uh, uh, Nikki Gillette and uh, Steve Jennings for um, Steve featured and then Nikki hosted the show she, when she's putting it together and she goes, "Hey." Um, I'd really like to uh, have you on the show. Do you think you could do it? I go, uh, when is it and where? And she goes, well, it's uh, Grease Monkeys on the 31st. And she goes, this is your crowd. I go, well, what do you mean by that? As soon as she said where it was, I knew immediately she's talking about it. So I just want to she said, screw with her. Pro Second Amendment? She goes. Trump she goes, supporters? Yeah. She was, Nazis? She, she, no, I don't know if she said that at all. No, she was like, uh, she goes, everything that you are, is what they are, and she goes. Plus, they wear a lot of camo. I go, wow, well, man. I was like, I was in before you even told me that, you know, because I was like, hey, if she asked me to do a show, I'm like, I'm in. So that's a, that's the kind of relationship we got. She came out, did her thing. Um, Steve Jennings did his thing, and dude, they they just kept building up that crowd and building up that crowd. So it went from everybody's trying to watch a Cubs game and drink some beer to, oh, here's this girl with this ukulele. She built him up. Got him giddy. Steve Jennings got him up, and then I like I I honestly don't think I would have been able to work that room without those two. But they got that crowd, you know, hot and bothered. And then here comes this fat guy carrying a bucket of beer. It was pretty. It was a sight to see. One thing I do wish, but it would never work. I wish you could throw more hunting humor into your jokes, but they're like the average population just doesn't understand it. Yeah, I mean, if we get a. If there was like a um, a certain thing for, I I I could definitely work that in. But you know, I knew this crowd was something that I I had a bunch of jokes that I wrote, and I was like, well, let's kind of test the waters and see some things. How about so, this? Like, you write up a bit of all hunting comedy and you spit it on the podcast, and we'll have people vote on it. Ah, it doesn't work that way, dude. You gotta be. If yeah, you're, you're right. You gotta you, have a crowd. Yeah, you can't do. I mean, we can record a comedy podcast, and that's fine. But like t- trying to translate this on stage is completely different. Like that's true. That's true. because yeah, you can't. Like you were vibing with the crowd. Yeah, because I, you know, and I knew some things didn't hit. Like there was a couple jokes. Like uh, I went, but straight even in like, from a you're like not funny jokes versus other people's not funny jokes. Like the way you carry it, because they let it like simmer. Like if it's like a uh, bad joke, enter here. And it's bad, and and everyone is looking at each other like, oh, they know it's bad. They you can feel the awkwardness of the joke fail throughout the crowd. Yeah. But with you, you kind of like laugh at it because it failed. So it's like you don't allow for dead space for people to be like, this dude sucks because you're on to the next one. No, dude, I did my ancient aliens filler <laughs> where I was like, I you know, it's like. Uh you see, you're going to do your joke, but it ain't going to translate. I, I know it's not going to translate, but like, you know, for people who can kind of get an idea where it's like, dude, I was talking about ancient aliens and how, uh, how like we could come and build pyramids, right? And see how it's even dying now. And then I was like, but man, maybe there's going to be that one uncle that brings like, I want to say Molly Hatchard or Ted Nugent or Sammy Kershaw, one of the two. So within, within a sentence, I was like, oh, ancient aliens, Sammy Kershaw. 
but I, I, I see think, you didn't do that justice at all. Yeah, you got to be I, in the crowd I, for how you. But you're, you're seeing. I just, I just, uh, you know, your layout's not the same. Like your, it's not your timing's different, and it's it's one of those deals. But yeah, dude, that, that based crowd on was, that. All of our listeners like, I remind me to never see Steve do stand up, but I would tell you it's different. It is. Yeah, it, it let's really move on is. to some hunting. So let's talk. Let's talk about uh, you killed, shed hunting. You killed comedy night. I, I, uh, I have a pretty busy April and the next coming months with turkey season and all this other stuff. And uh, so basically, I went out. I was sitting there. I actually plans change for Easter. I'm sitting there. I'm like, okay, well, I have all day to go shed hunting it's and i didn't feel like it honestly i didn't and sometimes you just don't feel like doing things even though you love them you just kind of want to be a vegetable but i made myself go and uh started walking one of the properties i walked oh a month ago and kind of was working my way through a couple of pinch points where i want to hang a stand this summer um to, and i just feel like it's going to be a killer bulletproof rut spot and i'm down in the bottom of this uh it's kind of shaped like a turkey foot. All three points all kind of come into one bottom little valley, and there's a creek bottom down there, just really pretty. And you get down in there, and I'm kind of looking around, and you think that you can see sheds from a distance, but sometimes it takes a minute to where you basically have to get in there and be standing right on top of it to see a bright white shed in the middle of the timber, uh, which you think you'd be able to see those all over, um, but it just doesn't work that way. So I'm walking through and I look over and see this big shed sitting there. And the feeling of when you find a shed is so crazy because I'm like, yes, there's one. And then immediately you're like, okay, there's that one. Look around quick, but look around educated where the (laughs) other antler could have dropped. And so I kind of like savored in the moment of finding this big bright white shed, just beautiful five point side, good mass kicker off the base. And I looked all over, couldn't find the other side um, all over in that area. It's probably laying in a field. And so anyway, I did my whole lap around where I wanted to go. And in late January, I found a shed I talked about on the show mm-hmm. that had blood on the base and, had, and it was chewed on already. Well, I was kind of coming around to that point. I hadn't been to that area since I found that shed. That's probably why that deer shook that off. That squirrel's probably eating it. He's like, give me a while. It's still attached. And the deer <laughs> shook it off. Right, right. <laughs> well, I walked right up just on the other side almost would be almost two, um, a little over two Two months later, I found the match to that shed, that first shed I found um, in the middle of the pick bean field, mm-hmm. 50 yards from the where the other one was, which is, is really cool. And it's kind of like, dang it, 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 guaranteed it had almost been laying there. I, I would say it was Gee, laying there the entire, yeah, the entire time. So that was cool. I found two match sets this year, which is better than I've ever done. Every, two good match set, sets. So, um, What would you do if you found a shed in velvet? Especially if you're <laughs> shed hunting early season, it doesn't work that way. But if, I would shit. It'd be so weird. You know what? That's weird. They, you know, when you when you like a couple sheds that some people have found. You know, it's like at the base or like, oh, there's a little bit of velvet there, and um, you know, when you hear like antler does, like at Trevor's antler does still had yeah. velvet on it. Man, it's, it's just like a, weird. It's a hormonal thing. I, wouldn't I that, think. But I'm telling you, wouldn't that not be weird if well, you the velvet found would it? rot off? Or it would be dried. Yeah, and, I mean, and, yeah. If you found dried, I'm not talking like a pristine. But I but, I hear what you're saying, yeah. I but yeah, you. would you not start questioning things like, what the hell is going on here? It, you know, it, it can probably happen. It probably has happened in a weird. I don't know. It's weird. Normally, deer that stay velvet don't sh- obviously don't shed. They keep. Yeah, velvet. it's weird. Um, but shed hunting is so it's tough. Like they hit man. puberty late. You know the guys. <laughs> so there's like three types of shed hunters, and this is like going to be sort of obvious. More I think about it, you got your guys that find. A lot every year, like and we Dana all know, Pace. like Dana Pace guys uh-huh. that find like 
50 plus, which that's a lot. 40 plus is a lot. You're finding a lot of sheds a year. I find two to 10 a year, and that's as much as I, I've tied my record. 10 as much as I find a year. I thought you're at like 13 right now. No, I find, I'm 10. I find 10 sheds. And that's uh, that's a lot for me. You would think I would find more. With, like if you looked at some of the properties I can hunt now, you'd be like, man, you'd think there'd be sheds all over. I just Maybe I'm not a good shed hunter. Maybe it's just luck. So now you're starting to think like, okay, what are these dudes doing now? And that, like, obviously, you know, okay, you so got some. I had this conversation with my dad uh, when we went shed hunting at our lease. I'm like, you know what? How many are we walking by? Probably some. Yeah, probably mm-hmm. some. Fair um, But I'm like, maybe I just don't know how to look. But all I've done since I was a little kid is look at and for antlers. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like I'm looking in the right spots. I I put my miles on. And I think it's just the properties that some people have, and I think it's uh, it's one of those some people just have a knack for it. And that sounds like oh, well, if you have good property and the sheds are there, you got to find them. Yeah, I don't know, but I don't. Well, think of the, <laughs> listen. Uh, I can't remember what episode it was that Dana Pace was on, but he was saying, dude, the, the guy finds more sheds than you. That's right, you listening right now. You know who you are. I'm not not You probably find sheds than you. But even he was saying he was out looking for sheds, and obviously they found a few. And his daughter goes, "Hey, look at that one right there." And he looks down, and he was standing right by a shed. Yeah, so yeah. if they can get past a guy who gets forty a year, like don't feel bad if you don't find any, and then you come and find one. Like I don't know. I mean, you're not going to have luck like uh, Austin Chandler did, where he found the shed of a deer he already killed. Yeah, yeah. I is, don't think we've ever told that. Uh, well, he yeah, still the, the, it's crazy. He found, yeah, he killed a buck, but found the shed a couple from a couple years prior that was up in the grass and probably shed late and he missed it or it fell in the grass to begin with and he never saw it. I, Yeah, I, that, it's, it's a weird story how he tells it, but he's just like, he's walked by that spot dozens to almost, I'd say hundreds of times. Yeah, I, and a lot. He's, that guy is a stud. He spends a lot of time in the woods. Um, one thing I do want to transition to shed hunting. If you guys are still out there, let us know. I'm curious to see how long you guys continue to look for sheds. Like when you, when I mean, continue to look like you go out to put 10 miles on to look for sheds. How late do you shed hunt? Because I'm getting mentally, I'm like wrapped up right now. Like not wrapped up completely. I'm probably gonna go one more good time, but I feel like mentally I'm kind of like, okay, on to turkeys and archery for the summer. Yeah, it's like, probably it's probably around this time where Masters Week is. Now everyone's thinking about golf. Yeah, you're probably right. But, yeah, let us know because I'm <laughs> curious to see, like, how often do you guys look after the first week of April? You know, do you do you go till May? Do you look through – are you still looking hard when you're out there on, on turkeys? Or, Dude, or what's, what's, I love, uh, what's your limit? What's your line where shed season's over? I love when everybody sends us the uh, – the, like the screenshot of them, uh, where it's like the the map that they did or the Apple Health, where it shows how far you walk. Yeah, and I'm like, dude, I'm like, map dude, my dude. run. Um, I'm, I'm like, no, you know, every time someone sends that to me, I'm like, nah, man, don't bullshit me. You put that thing on a Roomba. I like to, <laughs> I like to do the map my run because it marks your trail where you walk, and then I always take a screenshot of my property and overlay the path I walked so you can see where everywhere I went. It's kind of cool because you can be like, oh man, I missed this pocket right here. Right. Yeah. That's. It, it is a really nice thing to do, especially because there's spots you just when you're in the mode, like when I'm shed hunting and walking through the woods, I'll be like, do to do. Oh, this looks cool. Oh, there's a cedar patch and some grass over there. I'm going to check this out. And the next thing I know, I have a you always have a path pre-planned of what you're going to walk in your mm-hmm. head. 
I'll abandon it because I think something looks interesting in the here or I see something and I'll just continue to walk that way and completely forget about what I was doing. That's why you miss the shed, dude. You just got stay the course. You're probably right. Stay the course. You're probably right. Um, what do you want to transition to? Turkeys are coming up. Um, All right. And we've been getting... <laughs> Guess what came in the mail? Oh, yeah, your turkey tag. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what season? shout out to all the listeners. Ah, don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. Sorry, it's third season. Last time I asked you, you said don't worry about it because you didn't know. Oh, but, yeah, because I really didn't know. No, I found out this time. Hey, is our, is our turkey bet still on? Damn sure is. You got to kill one on your own ground. I don't care. I'm going to smack <laughs> a bird. I'm going to smack the first bird I see. I don't care. I hope you do. Uh, it, it'd be cool. Um, and then we got to... Uh, it's got to be in the stipulations. You got to kill it on your own. You can't have Clark Cummings call you in one. No, 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 no. That was never in the stipulations. Well, I think that was kind of a given. All right, fine. Of, if I kill... If, all right, fine. Here, check this out. If uh, if I kill one with Clark calling it, dude, you give me 75 and you give him 25. <laughs> no. Yeah. Clark does not need to be paid for his turkey calling. I mean, that would be illegal, but you can't. The can, listener's uh, got to be on my him. side on this one because... Hell no. It, it'd be like, okay, Steve. It'd be like this. Okay, Insta-famous Huntress, you win this show and the prize of a hundred grand if you kill this deer on public land on your own and she's never done it before but she goes up to clark coming and she's like hey can hey, you Daddy. hang my stand can you hang my stand for me and put me in the spot and that way i can tell people i kill the deer oh dude all he's it's doing the same thing all he's doing is cat calling or turkey calling <laughs> so uh all he's always gonna do I, he might not even i don't know me mustache doug and that's his new name me mustache doug and my dad next weekend are going to prairie storm outfitting oh, i'm so in Kansas. bummed i can't go i know and uh, we're going to go there and podcast and hunt turkeys, and uh, it's going to be awesome. Hey, how are you? So uh, we'll be out there with Merck, a.k.a. the dude who got tased on that podcast that one time when we were at Iowa Classic. Uh, so, But we, we've had a lot of listeners asking for some turkey episodes, and that is coming. We did one, episode 70, I think, called Turkey Talk, when Mark breaks down some turkey taxidermy and all sorts of things turkey. Um, check that out. What they call that, the influenza? No, the cloaca. <laughs> the cloaca. The influenza. <laughs> um, but next week, sneak peek, Clark Cummings, if everything plans out, is going to be in studio. We're going to do a half food plot, half turkey. So send in your questions now if you want to know. We'll hit him with some turkey stuff. He's going to be teaching me how to call so I can do it on my own like a big boy. That's right. That's Dude, right. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a turkey calling expert by any means. Nah, we know. But, you know, it, it would be cool to call one in by myself, but... I need to make some money, so I'm hiring help is what I'm doing. That's what I'm about. I'm about making that money, boy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what do you? So what? You're going after some uh, Rios, then? Are Rios. You? I'm super excited, man. I've never been to an outfitter. I'm super excited to hang with these boys, and I've never hunted out of state. Really? Never. Dude, have you ever been to Kansas? No, actually, I never have. Real? I've never, and that was my biggest thing. I was like, I've never been to Kansas. I've been like all around it. Dude, I don't know if there's going to be a turkeys left after Josh and Kristen. Yeah. They laid up like six turkeys. Leave, leave some for us. Good Lord. I think Rios are a, a really cool bird. Um, You know, because all we got around here is Easterns. No, we're going to do, a, we plan on doing a couple podcasts at the lodge. So, yeah, I want to shoot them. We're going to talk all about Rios. Like, I want to shoot a Merriam, dude. Those things are so pretty. I want to slam. I want all. What's it, what, or what is the slam? It's Merriam's, Rio's, Eastern, and Osceola. They're, yeah. they're the Florida turkeys with like the real pretty colors to them. See, I thought so, too. I think, yeah, but I think the ones you're thinking of are, and guys, I might be completely wrong. I don't know turkeys, <laughs> yeah. and I would be the first to admit it. 
I want to say there's a Mexican Osceola. Here, we got the internet. Yeah, let's uh, let's pull up that internet. Yeah, dude, matter of fact, I know we've had this conversation before, and I don't recall. That's why, right. dude, it's always awesome. You can hit on the same chick if she's like, no, I told you no. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I don't recall. <laughs> dude, just like every senator that's ever on trial for anything, I, I, I don't recall anything that I say uh, may incriminate myself. Man, I'm still bummed about this. Uh, oh, dude, it sucked. I, our two thirteens, the unlucky. Here to give you guys something for to look, uh, something to look. My internet's to. down. Oh, how does uh, this happen? We're podcasting, man. My internet's down, <laughs> dude. Uh, what the hell is going on? Nathan Brooks is a really, really great guy. Oh man, it sucked. He was in Paris, Texas, and uh, he was podcasting with us. Here we go. And man, ah, just it sucks. All right, here we go. Hey, look, a pretty. Lady. I would say they're more colorful than normal from these photos, but um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know the. Uh, look at that! Yeah, right there, right there. The, see, the, I don't the know. blue gimmicks. Yeah, what is that? I thought that was what the Aussie or there's the, somebody uh, screaming at wherever they're listening this out of. Let me look once. There's Florida. They're like, all I do is hunt turkeys. And I know, I'm a turkey. Beer. Yeah, the Mexican Osceola turkey. That, yeah, that's the colorful that's one. That's the shit that I want right there. I hope I work correct because this is crazy. That looks like a peacock, dude. Look at that yeah, thing. Yeah, it does. But look how tiny that fan is. Unless that dude's a giant man. I would say they're probably small. No, no, no. Look how small that fan is compared to the, the rest of the body. Yeah, they're beautiful, man. Dude, here's people are telling us, like, you guys are idiots. Yeah, for sure. Um. What do you do? Do you have to get that a full body mount? Yeah, I'd make a jacket out of one somehow. Dude, you imagine that, dude, when you spread your <laughs> wings. <laughs> or you get like the, uh, who was like that villain? Was it, uh, what, what was the, what was the, the, the chick that like, um, who did Angelina Jolie play? Dude, you're asking me about movies? Dude, okay, no, um, oh, dude, someone's gonna know Very it. Very cool. Here's what happened. This chick got burned by this prince and then, uh, and then she turned into like this villain and she was wearing like this cat woman with like some spiral like horns going on. And it's like, dude, she was this evil lady, but she wasn't wrong. I always thought she had this thing back behind her. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm talking about a completely different thing. I don't know. I have no idea what you're talking about, dude. Let me look up a uh What the hell was I just talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you you don't even know? No. Um I'm right, trying here. to pull up a map here of they always hate when like you get these maps and they're like spaced out. It's like, oh, what? So no turkeys live in the dude. That looks like that looks like when you go by discount cell phone coverage. <laughs> so uh, nothing in Iowa, dude. Bullshit. There's tons of turkeys in Iowa. Oh, Wisconsin's full of them. Hold on, I'm trying to. All right, the internet's down. Bear with us, guys. It's Northern. not down. I just Google images won't let me pull the map. Man, we suck at podcasts. What's a hybrid? Um, so Easterns. Is the majority of our country Florida, Osceola, obviously Florida, um, Golds, dude? There, I don't know what that is. Hybrid Merriam's Rio Grande. Easterns are blue, and the amount of counties that they take up. But is, here's what I don't get: look, if at the, Hillary would have got that many counties, she would have been president. That looks like what Donald Trump. But look got. at look at the strip <laughs> of Rios running from Texas going straight north. Okay, but look at those Easterns in the middle of damn nowhere. Oh, dude, look at the Easterns over in Oregon. I know, but look at Those the, on Cam look at the Rio, farm. the Rio um, blips on the map over in like Northern California. No, 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 no. Look, it's even weirder. Look at Minnesota. Yeah, is that right? Like they have Northern Minnesota as like nothing there. No, but look at that, dude. No, no, Minnesota. Look to the left of uh, what the hell is that state? Uh, North Nebraska. And South Dakota? That's Nebraska. Where? Where are you talking about? Look at Nebraska, like that top north eastern corner. Okay. Look at that. Is that not red? 
So there's like Rios just hanging out in that area. I don't know. Maybe they got a better job, decided to move there. Are you not seeing what I'm seeing? Northeastern corner. I don't see red in any northeastern corner. Of Dude, any look state. at look at look at Iowa. <laughs> I see then, Iowa, and then look at Minnesota. Then look left of Minnesota. Oh, oh, oh! You oh. see that little blip? Isn't that weird? There's what, no what, way. What state did you just call that? South Dakota. You call it Nebraska? No, that's South Dakota, son. <laughs> you call it Nebraska? <laughs> All that shit, Nebraska. I'm looking at the map. I'm like, what You're are like, you dude, talking I'm about? Seeing shit. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that is totally South Dakota. Because I'm like, it is the unlucky dude. episode number two thirteen. Oh my god, hey, what's it, what's right above South Dakota? <laughs> <laughs> or Nebraska, North, North Nebraska, Dakota, North Nebraska, then Canada, North and South Nebraska. Oh, dude, how did it go? Oh, <laughs> man, you are Canadian, Jiminy Crickets. <laughs> I, I knew that. I know the Midwest. Oh, All right, hold on, hold on. Why don't you tell me every state right here? I can't. But, I'm not even going to act like I know. I, like, uh, dude. I'm, so I'm on. I'm trying to pull up NationalWildTurkeyFederation.org. Learn about the wild turkey subspecies. Man, there's so much. So this is this is cool. I'm gonna copy this link. And put this Eastern in there. wild turkey. All right. Um, hey, you ever had warm wild turkey? So this is what they have. Okay. Um, yeah, I have actually. Eastern wild <laughs> turkey, Osceola, Florida wild turkey, Rio Grande wild turkey, Merriam's golds. So is that how you say it? Gold? The gold? Gould. Wild turkey can only be found in Arizona, New Mexico, and northern Mexico. Its population is few in numbers. Um, like a ghoul. Light-colored tips on tail feathers. Wings are moderate in coloration. Adult males weigh 18 to 30. Females, 18, 8 to 12. Uh, moderate gobbles, moderate beard length, moderate spur length. What do they say for the eastern for that? Um, Dude, you know so, every so time for they- the eastern, they say... Very long beards, longest beards of all subspecies. Very strong gobble, strongest of all subspecies. Eighteen to thirty pounds. Um, Dude, what for Easter? Why is shit so much stronger here? Like, is it because we got corn and soybeans cold. everywhere? Cold. cold. Well, like you know, you think about it, dude. White-tailed deer in Illinois, Iowa, you know, Indiana, kind of. It's like they're monsters, but like even the turkeys are monsters essentially it's I, what is that why is why do animals seem to thrive is there is it because you get the super hot and you get the super cold so you get strong well, as shit and agriculture and agriculture but i'm saying you get like strong as shit so nothing well, dude, can, have you ever been to like southern arizona like where like the deer are small no dude the furthest south i've been well i've been to jamaica and that shit was terrible because i was hot <laughs> i was like damn dude you guys have got air conditioning down this let's, this let's shut this one out 213 <laughs> needs to go i hope you guys enjoy this kind of like just a catch-up little bs session we got a lot of good episodes coming up between if we don't fuck them up between food plots turkeys more turkeys <laughs> um hopefully more food plots um, we have a lot scheduled. We got some badass female hunters up on the schedule. Uh, throw some stuff at us, some topics, whatever. We're uh, this episode just needs to be over. Tell with. me something positive, dude. This episode's over. And give me something better than that. I'm going turkey hunting next weekend in Kansas. Better than that. It don't get much better than that. Tomorrow's Friday, and then. I wish I was going shed hunting this weekend, but I'm going turkey hunting next weekend. Remember, I told you that already. Yep. But guess what? I can't even golf this weekend. Probably won't golf next weekend. Do you understand how crippling this is? This I isn't might, a golf podcast. I might cares. have to go shed hunting. Is what I'm saying. Do it. 
Okay, guys, <laughs> I'm shutting it out. Sorry for the technical difficulties. We had the Nathan Brooks podcast, but that's just going to be postponed a little bit. We'll get it to you. Hey, if you guys want to, if you guys listen this long, dude, go to Nathan Brooks's Facebook page. He, it's an athlete page. We're like, dude, I loved you on the Working Class Bowhunter podcast. Don't do that because you'll be all confused. <laughs> He's like, what the hell? Did they sample it? It'll be like, they put it out. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> all right. Guys, we love you. Go shoot your bow. Do better than us at technology. We're rednecks podcasting hunting first